You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube. And follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Aaron Schatz. His NFL season almanac is out. We're looking forward to getting all of his insights on the upcoming season one hour from now. And Aaron, that's where we will begin. We have wrapped up week one of the NFL preseason. Thank goodness. So how about we start talking about the rookie quarterback? C.J. Stroud made his first appearance on Thursday. The rest of the rookies of note made their first preseason appearance over the weekend. We've got Anthony Richardson and lots to talk about there. Bryce Young Mm -hmm. getting shut out uh, by the Jets. And then, of course, we've got Will Levis not starting for the Tennessee Titans. Aaron, as far as all of the observations you have concerning these rookies, what stood out to you? Anthony Richardson. I think that situation is very interesting there for the Colts. I mean, you have Gardner Minshew. Anthony Richardson, is he going to start? He 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 kind of looked like what we thought right athletic high ceiling but made a lot of mistakes and there's a lot of room to grow but if you start Gardner Menchu when the season starts regular season are you doing yourself any favors or do you just need to see do you just start him week one I mean that's the question but I think you you need to especially when you look at that division Ed I mean the Colts aren't do they really think they're going to win it this year? <laughs> I, I doubt it. I think they need to see what they have in him. Give him an opportunity to grow. Well, Jonathan Taylor is expected back this week. So absolutely the Colts are in. I'm just kidding. No, that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but what does matter is Anthony Richardson. And I do think they're probably at a point now where he's going to be starting week one, which is good for him, good for the Colts in the long run, good for head coach Shane Steichen just to help him you know, further Richardson's development, uh, which, look, he's got a long way to go. I I think you and I can agree on that. 7 of 12, 67 yards, did suffer a couple of drops, and so his completion percentage probably should be a little bit better than that. Uh, Had an inaccurate pass that led to an INT. It is interesting when you're looking at Richardson in that that was the knock on him coming out of college, coming out of Florida, right, was how experienced is he? How much does he really understand how to play the quarterback position? because he was already green in college. And yeah, the athletic skills are very much there. It, you know, his athletic right. grades, uh, you know, at the combine, the draft, et cetera, uh, they were some of the best that we've seen at the quarterback position. The problem is how, how much does he have between the years? How, how much actual hands-on experience does he really have? And to me, that's going to take some time. And the Colts are in a great position where, A, they're in a lackluster division, and B, 
they have the time for Richardson to develop. So I, I look mm -hmm. at this and say, yeah, he really does need to be starting week one. There's no reason why you're trying to, you know, get Gardner Minshew going or make sure that you're, right. you know, comfortable in the backup role, those kinds of things. To me, Richardson should be starting. And at least we did see some of those athletic skills that we were promised. <clears throat> yeah, I think it would be smart to have him start and go with him. The other thing, obviously, Bryce Young. That dude got mm. hit multiple times. The offensive line, I think, is a big concern. He didn't live up to the hype, but, you know, it's also hard to perform well when you're under constant pressure like that. <laughs> and he says he's okay. He was hit multiple times, but, you know, he was sacked. Ooh, it could be a long season for him. A little worried, you know. And then, on top of that, the offensive line decided to hold a private closed door meeting after one preseason game. How bad are things, Ed? If the O-line saw what happened to the young QB, it was like, listen, we've got to hold a private closed door meeting. We got to protect this guy. I think there's a lot to be worried about. There might be, but if there is one bit of solace I would have uh, when it comes to the Panthers, uh, one of the things that I did was uh, looked up PFF's rankings of offensive lines as, a, as of where they stand right now. And the Panthers are not in the bottom five. Uh, instead, the teams that are there uh, feature the Titans, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Giants, the Rams. Some of those are teams that we're already fading as far as our futures go. Uh, there is one, there are a couple of concerning O-lines and say the Seahawks trying to protect Geno Smith so he can have another uh, fantastic year. <laughs> Just the ask Titans Russell will... Wilson. Remember, mm -hmm. that was his Tell big complaint. All... <laughs> yeah, you weren't kidding. Uh, and then the Titans are also in that mix and we'll get to Will Levis in just a bit. Uh, but when it comes to the Panthers, they're in the middle of the pack here. So I get that, yeah, that first preseason game looked rough. But if you look at overall offensive line rankings, maybe the Panthers aren't as bad as we might think. And it goes back to that whole exercise of not overreacting to the preseason. Even though there is that closed-door meeting, at least you know that the ceiling is such to where it shouldn't be this bad once the games start to count. And we also have a three-hour show, so we have to overreact. That's what we are here to do. That's what we get paid <laughs> to do, Aaron. <laughs> I know. So I'm going to indulge on this Monday on some overreaction. <laughs> so then who's to blame? Is Bryce Young not that good? Was it the defense? Was he holding on to the ball too long? I mean, if, if you're saying the O-line's not as bad as it appeared, then something's got to give here, right? Perhaps. I mean, I get that Young was uh, hit three of the seven times he dropped back. And so, yeah, th I mean, there are concerns. That is fair, but it's <laughs> one preseason game. And I don't want to overreact too much to this, even though we certainly saw some things that, that are concerning. So I, I don't know. I, I yeah, it, it's it, it's not great, My but you still have a long way to go here. My concern is for Paul. He has long been a Panthers backer. Are you worried, Paul, about your team? <laughs> you know, it was a phase a couple of years ago. We've we've upgraded <laughs> okay. Jungle Cats to the Jags, so we are, you know, a different shade of blue. I will say, <laughs> like, if he is getting annihilated, like, that, then you bring an injury factor into, like, when you're thinking about I whether it's about season him. 
you know, totals or rookie of the year or anything else. I mean, it might be a health thing as much as an efficiency thing. And both are pretty tough when you got a no line that's not, you know, protecting you. And I'll be in, do and you also like the concussion factor too. I mean, I worry for the guy. Right. And if you're Frank Reich and you see that, is it like, you know what? Let's let's run the backup out there for a little bit and like maybe protect our franchise after, you know, a couple of weeks. It's just there, there's a lot more factors on the yeah. table if it's like, all right, we're not just going to get him, you know, straight development under optimal conditions, which being the Panthers, you're probably not going to. What the offensive line has been an issue for a while. Um, but it is at the same time that division, as we've talked about, is so up for grabs. So could he work right, some yeah. magic and. You know, it's just kind of short-term, long-term. What are you trying to do there? The Panthers start at Atlanta, then they host New Orleans, then at Seattle, and then they host the Vikings, then at Detroit, at Miami. Ooh, that is rough. I think that's kind of rough for a rookie to and start. The, I mean, a the lot of road games. Night, second game is Monday Night yeah. Football in Carolina, mm-hmm. so... It's yeah. a great point. Maybe they don't start him after what they saw. Also, just the whole mental side of it. I mean, that's tough, you know, to get off to a tough start like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But you have two more preseason games. I right. th- That is one where I, I just don't want to overreact to it. Like, we knew coming in that Bryce Young was not in the most advantageous spot. But it's not going to be as bad as it looked in preseason game number one. And also, too, I mean, you're going up against a Jets defense that could be ranked quite highly uh, coming in. Yeah. Are the pass rushers that you will face week in and week out with that schedule of the same ilk as the Jets? They may not be. Yeah, you've got a couple of really good pass rushers in that division. But chances are this offensive line will have easier challenges for much of the season compared with what we saw against the Jets. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. 
At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. It's also a preseason game. I don't know if it's going to be that much easier for the guy. Well, I get their vanilla defenses. I, I'm worried. You're going after yeah. a quarterback. I, I mean, am I, I worried? I wouldn't panic, but I I'm worried. I was expecting. Well, but what were the expectations coming in? Were you know were the Panthers expected to win 11 games? No, but you know, is it something where we thought, okay, Bryce Young will need some time to develop, like? He's not going to get hit that often in a regular – like, it it will get better. Like, if he gets hit that often in a regular season game, well, A, he will get injured. Uh, But B, like, you're going to go to the wire or whomever or wherever and basically start over with your offensive line. And, again, you know, the rankings are such to where I trust the body of work for these guys much more than, say, just one preseason game and well, even one full preseason game. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to get to the Titans here because Will yeah. Levis did not start. Malik Willis did, but they wound up alternating because, as head coach Mike Vrabel put it, backups tend to come off the bench, so they were recreating that game state. So that's really interesting to me that right away with preseason game number one, Ryan Tannehill, and we probably expected that he would be the, the presumed starter here, but the yeah. fact that Malik Willis is getting this much time and Will Levis is not an afterthought, but he's sort of vying for that number two spot and he may not even get it. That to me is really interesting as far as like offensive rookie of the year and things like that. The value is already bad on him. And we mentioned on Friday that maybe it was uh, the most prudent thing to do not to look at the quarterback position, but now we are even more certain that we could probably strike Will Levis off the board despite going 9 to 14, 85 yards, a pick, one carry for six yards. It's not a bad stat line, but still, though, you really need to be starting week one if you want to be an offensive rookie of the year, and chances are he may not be seeing significant game time for a while in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he completed Malik Willis 64% of his passes, 189 yards, one interception, and then he also uh, added three carries for 22 yards and one touchdown on the ground. I think there was a lot to be excited about. Obviously, some situations I'm sure he'd like back, but nothing that jumped out to me like, oh, wow alarm bells going Mm -hmm. off as for Levis it was what we've seen from him before and you know he holds on to the ball a little bit longer he you know looks like he's struggling to make decisions sometimes with his reads so I think maybe they saw okay this is what we already knew we had and it's just checking off some boxes confirming that perhaps uh Malik Willis will be Tannehill's backup 
Yeah, for sure. And, the, you know, again, you talk about offensive line woes. The Titans certainly have that uh, in all likelihood. So that also may be a situation where, look, if we know our offensive line is going to need some time to gel, then maybe we don't want to put our rookie quarterback out there, even if we're looking ahead to the future, things like that. And, you know, I, I have to believe that the Titans still feel like that they are in contention. Uh, yeah, it was a bad ending to last season, but I got to believe they're in a different state than, say, the Colts are, where the Titans feel like, yeah, we can challenge the Jaguars for the AFC South. Uh, do we believe that? Probably not. But if they do, then that certainly impacts which quarterback is playing in different situations. Yeah, I mean, I think the Titans, when it's all said and done, they could be that team that maybe starts off a little slow. Like you said, they're figuring things out. But come November, December, we're like, wow, look at the Titans. They always seem to be that sneaky team, kind of like the Steelers, that like finds a way to still be in the conversation. And I don't think this season will be any different. Yeah, I, I think you're right. They'll, they'll, they'll do something to keep things interesting because with head coach Mike Vrabel, you know that yep. it will at least be something interesting. You know, I don't think they'll win the division. I really love the Jaguars, but still, right. they'll, they'll do something too. to keep us talking about them. Real fast, uh, before we go to break, got to talk about Cedric Mullins of the Baltimore Orioles. Did you see the catch he made in the ninth inning? That was nuts against the Mariners. And then he hits the go-ahead home run in the 10th inning. And when we're talking about the O's, we always talk about Adley Rutschman. We always talk about Gunnar Henderson. But Cedric Mullins is quite the athlete himself. And we're starting to realize just how loaded the O's really are. I thought you were going to talk about Otani. Arm fatigue. Matt Olson, home run leader. No? <laughs> oh, gosh, we're out of time. How convenient. This is Beck UL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next with a full slate of preseason games in the books. There are plenty of overreactions out there, case in point. We'll look at what's real and what's overhyped right here on the Beck UL Network.